0: Hmm.
1: It's a fine song to get into a car accident to, which is—it's uh, a good thing that we can't play that one on the radio because all the bad, bad words. <sighs> I'm just kidding. There are no bad words. Only bad people. And there's no bad people in the band Zip Gun. Uh, that was a song called "I Can't Wait" from a single on the Thrill Jockey label. These guys from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, kind of a kind of a long-standing uh, joke between uh, uh, myself and a buddy of mine who's from Ohio is—is is whether or not I'm going to continue to keep. The Zip Gun album in my house, and I always think like I never listen to the Zip Gun CD anymore. I'm gonna just go cash this in at the record store and you know, buy something else. I'm never gonna listen to, and I never do it. He insists he's like, man, you got to hang on to that Zip Gun CD. Someday that Zip Gun CD is gonna mean a lot to you, and you're gonna be proud and delighted with yourself as a human being for hanging on to it. And hang on to it, I have be a cold day in hell before they pry the Zip Gun CD out of my hands. Uh, it's, like I said, this came out on Thrill Jockey Records. A real early release for them. There's a little postcard inside the sleeve of the 45 uh, advertising their other releases, which include bands like Freakwater and Gaunt and Gorilla and H.P. Zinker. I didn't know that the first Thrill Jockey record was an H.P. Zinker set, uh, album. Who knew? And Tortoise, or Tortoise, as I like to say, being from New Jersey. Before that, music from a group called Plaid Retina. Who were kind of uh, legends in their own time. (laughs) At least in my mind, they were anyway. Uh, They're from California, a real, real weird band that was kind of doing the math rock thing in a weird way that nobody else was ever really successfully able to copy. And I don't even know if anybody really wanted to copy it. I think the closest comparison you might be able to make to these guys would be uh, the band No Means No, in that they were into real, like sort of wonky prog rock kind of time signatures. The kind of stuff that would make Rick Wakeman cry like a little schoolgirl. This was their Rejection 7-inch. And we actually heard the uh, the A-side, which is actually two songs, Rejection and Minimum Talk. A uh, 1990 repressing of this record uh, on the Duck Butter label. I think the original version had come out like a year or two before that. I saw these guys once at ABC New Rio, and they put on a totally great show. And they also have a really great album on the Lookout record label, which is worth tracking down. It's kind of more straight-ahead punk rock. But still pretty efficiently put and uh, sounds real good. Last time I listened to it. um, And I guess the lore of this band is that they, uh, I don't know where I read this, probably some stupid fanzine or something like that, but the lore of Plaid Retina, if such a thing can be said, was that they practiced every single day for like five years. And that's why they were able to pull off all these like whacked out uh, songs with all these crazy starts and stops in them. So whether or not you choose to believe it is your own affair, my friends, this is the Anti Static Podcast made possible to you, or for you, each and every week by WFMU, a free-form, listener-sponsored radio station based in Jersey City. And I don't necessarily recommend that you, you know, find Jersey City on a map and come here to validate all of this, um, because it's actually not all that exciting. But uh, I'm delighted to be here for you each week. My name is Mike Lapika. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit me up anytime, mike at wfmu.org. I delight... In each week, digging out 3:45s from the singles explosion of the 1990s, uh, the independent singles explosion, and, and kind of, sort of purposely avoiding all the ones that get all the all the all the play and all the uh, all the hype and all the attention, or did at the time anyway, and finding ones that slip through the cracks. And that is a terrible, terrible introduction to the last song for this week's edition of Anti-Static, because it comes from a band who were pretty synonymous with uh, '90s uh, independent singles <laughs> and such. They're called Sebadoh, and their "Gimme Indie Rock" seven-inch uh, on the Homestead record label from 1991 certainly was one of the uh, one of the few instances, I would have to say, when rock music and comedy were successfully married to one another. And we're not going to play the big hit smash single. Uh, which is the title track, Gimme Indie Rock. Um, but we're going to, in fact, play one of the weird, sort of spooky, uh, kind of dark songs on the B-side. I don't even remember what it's called, and I can't see the record. It's way over there on turntable number two. Um, so we'll all just have to find out together. But you can look at the playlist page for this program. Uh, you can find all of the uh, WFMU playlists um, for both my terrestrial radio show and the Anti-Static podcast by going to wfmu.org mike and uh, you can contact me there and uh, hit me up with uh, whatever you feel the need to hit me up with that said let's hear sebdo here on anti static thanks for tuning in we'll see you next wednesday ciao Why does
0: everything so wish i had eyes in the back of my are blue from, from all, all the icing family. that they sure what's poor mom supposed to do the sea of corn, another end can seize one. mother hen retrieves its born, another Y on the letter board. Magic can be white or black, that is, it can be used for either good or bad purposes, yet it is all magic. There is no distinction between magic healing, prayer, or blessing, and destructive magic, such as cursing, ill-wishing, and actual magic killing. The difference is only in the mind of the practitioner.